big biggest pet peeves of mine are hearing people chew, mm-hmm. people overusing exclamation points in texts. Oh, I don't like that either. I, I can't stand it. It drives me insane. How do we not get onto this? This we should before? we should have this discussion. It's like a bonding me. thing for I us. I feel like I feel like you have a few things that we would agree upon. Yeah. Uh, not only those. People whispering, like in commercials, or <laughs> if they're just going, I'm good. I, I can't. That's stand so you're it. not like an ASMR person. No. You know ASMR, right? Yeah. It's like the, I don't know. American Sign Language. What? Right. No, it's like AM. That's no. That's AMSR. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the where they give you the extra soft, and it's I don't really know what it's for. I'm I just know people guys, are into it. I'm yeah, a- ASMR is the onomatopoetic, like the words that sound like the sound, but the ASMR is when the sound helps tell the story, but they're actually, I, I, I'm so you can, with what it means. You I can don't really get, know what this is. Well, you can get oh, uh, She's going to torture me with this. Extra, no. You can get extra like sensitive mics for this. Yes. It's uh, autonomous sensory meridian response, which is a term to describe a tingling static-like or goosebump sensation in response to specific triggering audio or visual stimuli. The sensations are supposed to spread across the skull or down the back of the neck and for some down the spine or the limbs. So people sometimes have podcasts or music or YouTubes that they listen to that are ASMR and that is supposedly something that helps calm them or stimulate them. It's when you mic a cooking show properly and you hear the chopping and the crunching and okay. the sizzling. Well, that's fine. That helps it's just tell the, their story. So, but there's more to, to it. But that's what they do. That's what they do. I yeah. can't do that. That's 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 torture for me. That's like that's sitting in a room. I would go crazy. ASMR explained why YouTube videos of people whispering uh, are becoming so popular. Oh God. Yeah. See. There you no. go. That's not you. That's not me that's at all. That's not you. That's that's the opposite. That's that makes me want to punch a wall. Mm-hmm. Ah, it would just be the worst. I think that's it. Oh, when people describe food too grossly, that's my other pet peeve. Oh, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose everything again tonight. Wow. Everything. Oh, so I lost everything last Providence? night. I think I lost everything but one. Maybe there was one bet that I won that was like not really relevant at yeah, all. Yeah, uh, and I actually, lost... you know what? Since we're talking about pet peeves here, and you you called uh, Ryan and me out last week mm-hmm. for not praising you enough in your parlays, do we also have to ridicule you when you go what zero for three like you did last night? In I your went. Parlays? I mean, I got my yeah, I think yes, but I think I have built a lot capital given how many you parlays have. I have hit. You have, but I just want to make sure that we get to go both ways with this, you know? Well, I mean, it's not impressive or like <laughs> sad to lose a parlay. Everybody does that. <laughs> Everybody, everybody. That's this like why true. Vegas makes so much money on parlays. Yes, it's the, more impressive when you do the, the slot uh, machine opposite. of sports betting. I'm really worried about this. I had Creighton money line in a parlay. I had Creighton money line on the money line uh, on its own. Yep. I am dead. Yeah, I am well, dead. down five with 54 seconds to go in double overtime. So this is looking like there's still a listen. Only five points. There's always a chance. Always a miracle. But man, it, yeah, this is Bruh. not. Yeah. Yep. So uh, there you go. That's it. So those are my pet peeves. Did you need to uh, you agree or disagree with any of them? You I said like this those, is a bonding thing for I us. I like so those I pet peeves a right. lot. Okay. I think another pet peeve is when people are late. Mm-hmm. I hate people who ask me to lunch or dinner and then I'm there waiting mm-hmm. on them. Or a phone. I can agree with that. Or like a phone meeting and they say, give me one minute and one minute's actually nine minutes. Yep. Do those people not know that I'm sitting and waiting for the meeting to start in my desk or at my couch or whatever it mm-hmm. is? And I'm like, yo, this is now four minutes. This is now seven minutes. This is now nine minutes. Mm-hmm. And now at 10, 10 is where I really get pissed. Do you think that has to do with the fact that we're in an industry where like time matters? Where we Probably. have to be at somewhere at a specific time? Because I'm the same way. Like, I, I, I can't stand waiting on people 
I can't stand waiting to do something and it, I have depending on somebody else to do their part before it's done. I, I can't stand, like, I'm always on time. Time management is a strength of mine because it has to be with what we do. There's no, like, oh, you're late so the show can start five minutes late. It, that doesn't work. No. That, I mean, if there's two other people and you're late, like, it's one thing, but... Still yeah. no, though. Like, you can't just yeah. be showing up for the lights and not being there. You just can't. Maybe back from break, but not to start You the made show. it this time. You I did make it. I run, though. You scur You did scurry. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was like Emma. The dog just, yep. the dog just scurrying No, around. I don't <laughs> like it at all. I, I, I have many pet peeves. What else? Let's hear about some other pet peeves. I don't like people who don't use deodorant. That's okay. a pet peeve well, that's, of mine. Yeah, that's, that's, I can agree with you on that. I don't like that. Scott's who checking himself over there. People like, who don't sure take do. their <laughs> shoes off. People who just don't take their shoes off in my house. Oh, like walking in, you mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Take them off. This is, and then they make fun of me like I'm some sort of weirdo because no, I, I like clean off, floors. Especially if the house has been clean. I could think about. I could think about more, but I these are like, the ones on the top of my head. I feel like you've got a probably a list. Mm -hmm. You'll think of throughout the show, and it's just gonna pop in. You're like that's a pet peeve of mine too. Yeah, I don't about, like being cut off. I don't like that on the road. You sure you don't like being cut off? In real life, either. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much all at the top of my head. Do you not like our magic? Oh, I mean, I don't like going 0-7. I don't like that uh, either. They're down 11 now, and the number was mm, seven and a half. I think I'm going to lose the first quarter. Orlando goes up in the first half. They go up in the third third quarter, and now they're going to lose by 11. So I'll I'll lose both bets, which will be fun, really fun. Well, the Bucks are now back up two on the Celtics. Giannis I should have just 25. taken Celtics plus nine mm -hmm. and a half is what I should have done. Yep. Drew, all right. Drew Holiday and Giannis have hit the point props that I need, so I just need to What does Drew have? Tonight. Drew's got 23. Really? So, yeah. boom, I gave out 19 and a half, there so that go. was a win. So that's better. Not See? a win for me since I didn't take it, but well, it's a win for the people. gave it out and didn't take it. That's the worst. I hate that. You're like, I, I've got a bunch already, but I also like this, but I probably won't take And then that's the one that hits, and then you just, it's. I'm just on a little bit of a cold streak these last two days. No, listen, it will change very quickly. For me, it was Luka Doncic, so you will find your lucky charm mm -hmm. very, very soon. Mike Muscala's got 18. Maybe next game you bet on him over on his point total. and Maybe under. That's. <laughs> By the way, Anthony Davis uh, deactivated his IG account I... after the Lakers lost to the Blazers last night. He, so. At this point, I want to know, first off, like, who keeps track of this stuff? I guess somebody discovers that they want to see what Anthony Davis is doing, and they realize that it's not there anymore, and it starts to spread and becomes a yes. thing. Yes. At the same time, I just don't care. I don't care if somebody scrubs their Instagram account and deletes pictures or mention of a team they're playing for, or Anthony Davis deleting it, because this is the exact response they want to get. They want to make sure that everybody sees it so he can say that he's pissed without letting anybody know that he's pissed off at his situation. That being said, wouldn't be surprised if he got asked for a trade this offseason. It's looking bad. It honestly I is I mean, it's been a mess bad. from the beginning. Part of it's his fault, though. Guy didn't stay healthy. No, and I've heard he's not the greatest worker on the planet. So, But they love to put out the uh, the workout videos, right? Trista, That's how you know we're getting propaganda Mac Jones is out there. You look it up his videos. He's doing all this core work. Like, he must be ready for a Pro Bowl season. That's how I know we're just getting trolled. Don't tell it. Don't show us that. I want to see it on the field. I honestly forgot the Patriots even existed. We isn't were talking that, about the division, and I just forgot weird? that they existed. And that's this is at some point the dynasty ends. It's and now. That's, you know, I mean, really, the shift now has become it's the end of the Patriots. You always have a lull, right? Like when Michael Jordan retired, there was a few years before LeBron came in in 2003, where you knew like this was the next great star. Even though there wasn't a dynasty in Cleveland, like it was at least in a star-driven league, that's what it was. We've had a couple of years with a couple different teams winning a Super Bowl. Tom Brady got his in Tampa, and it's gone from Patriots to now the Chiefs. The Chiefs are now going to be the new dynasty in the NFL. And the thing that makes it good for the league 
is that you have to have at least like one villain, one team on top. Now, it's hard to make them villains when Patrick Mahomes is like the nicest guy in the world next to Scott well, Lynn. There's always and, Jackson and Mahomes. You know what? That is a great point. Yeah. You have Jackson Mahomes and his wife that are so obnoxious on social media that Patrick Mahomes becomes the villain because of them. I think I I think everybody unanimously dislikes them. I don't think it's even close. Is there anybody that's more un- universally disliked than those two? I don't know if there's you know, barring evil question. bad people like just besides people on like Saddam media. Hussein. Right. Like, like I think I mean, Saddam like Hussein had not, a higher approval rating not, you know, than Jackson Mahomes. And, yeah, and murderers and people like that. We can take them <laughs> off of the list here. Like, I think Gaddafi had a higher approval rating than Jack. I mean, that, there were some people in his camp, I guess, so there's that. Yeah, he had some supporters. You know, every once in a while. Fidel Castro, definitely higher approval rating than Jackson Mahomes. Carl Malone's got some supporters, apparently, too. Yeah, so. Adam Silver bringing Carl Malone in to judge the dunk contest. God. My guy. He what should not thinking? be. He should be judging applesauce, because that's... <laughs> giving, <laughs> no, that's just not. Giving 13s, right? Giving God. out 13s. Just, that's rough. I mean, it's just a bad look. But, yeah, I... I if you look to it where the where the Chiefs are, like we talk about the the amount of turnover that was one already happened in Philadelphia with the coaching staff, but then two tight free agents and the ability for some guys to just say, All right, I won my Super Bowl or you know, I got to a Super Bowl, I won one, anybody that was there in twenty seventeen, time for me to retire. If you look at the Chiefs, I, I mean They've got free agents they can still bring back. Orlando Brown is one. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster is annoying, but they'll probably bring him back. He still played well for them, and they unless they can draft somebody else that they can trust, they realize now they're going to have to have a bunch of different receivers on this roster. I mean, Andrew Wiley is going to be a free agent. Jarek McKinnon. These are all guys that they can bring back. They're all players they can resign. Here's the key, though. Patrick Mahomes, when he first signed his deal, that was a massive contract by, like, the overall numbers. But it's very affordable now. It's like mm-hmm. $37 million. Like, Aaron Rodgers makes way more, way more than what Patrick Mahomes makes. And I know we talked to Chase Kitty about this earlier. Yeah, like, it's true. I'll never tell a guy, like, I'll stay out of somebody's pockets. Go make your money. Absolutely. I don't blame you. But what I don't want to hear is whether it's, you know, it would be Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes or in the NBA years ago, you know, Carmelo Anthony was one of them, where it's they get a max deal. They get a huge contract but the team can't afford anybody else around you. Don't yeah. complain when the team's losing then, because it is a team sport. And if you're a quarterback in the NFL, you need an offensive line and you want weapons around you, and Patrick Mahomes realizes that, Tom Brady realized that, and Aaron Rodgers just want to get the bag, and then he's complaining when he's got a bunch of rookie quarter, uh, rookie wide receivers, thank you, out there with him. Yeah, I, uh, I would always take my money, but I'm never going to be somebody that says to, my, to says to myself or to anyone else that, rings are the only thing that matters to me. I grew up poor. I grew up in a poor family with nothing. Money and respect is what I care about. Mm -hmm. I want to have a positive working environment with no stress, and I want my bag. That's it. I don't care what other people think. I want my money. I can't read what you're saying, Scott. It doesn't work, Scott. You've got... Just hit us on the I have, microphone. I have that uh, the Chase Kitty bite earlier uh, when he talked. I ta- would love it's, to hear It's that. lengthy, but it's really, really good when you, you know, I'm sure this is why you like it, because he was anti-Eagles with you. Yes, he was. And he discussed the, this is the wrong way to do it with, you're going to pay Hertz? What are you going to give him? How much are you going to give him? Is there a proper way to do this type of thing? And scene. And scene. <laughs> and scene. The likelihood is, we just saw the top of the Eagles crescendo. Like, they might never – it's really hard to get back to the Super Bowl, man. It's really hard to win a Super Bowl. So 
you're going to pay Jalen Hurts if I'm the Eagles. I wait another year. I know everybody wants to pay him. I would wait because that's just my philosophy. And in, in when you have a quarterback on that cheap contract, man, you leave him there until you absolutely can't do it anymore. I would pay him next year. I would not pay him this offseason. You have another year with the cheap quarterback. Maybe you can make something happen, but they're going to pay him and probably too soon and probably too much. And that just tanks your window as a franchise. It just does. It's not a knock on Hurts. He was awesome this year. And I think he'll be way better than I ever thought he would be in the NFL. But this idea that like the Eagles are, are the new power in the NFC for the next four to five years, that is not how this. Now, there's, no, there's not a guarantee that Jalen Hurts won't maybe take less money so they can fill out that roster. There's a chance. I don't know. I don't know what his mindset is. I'm not going to pretend to know what his mindset is. But if you look around at the talent that's on this team and what they've been able to build, the aggressiveness in free agency and in trades, getting A.J. Brown, and they're going to now have to fix up certain holes that are going to be on not only in this roster but on the coaching staff. Now, the coaching staff has nothing to do with anything when it comes to the salary cap, but that may be something that Jalen Hurts thinks about. Now, do they wait another year and not offer him another contract? When Chase talks about that, we know what happens when you start going down that road. It gets frustrating, it gets contentious, and it gets real personal. It's gotten real bad in Baltimore right now with Lamar Jackson, and that happened for a while with Dak Prescott, too. Now, they worked it out. It's a lot worse when it comes to the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, but you got to be careful with this. Like, you go to a Super Bowl, and then you still don't actually give that contract or have an offer or at least have the discussions. If you just say, now nah, we're going to give it another year, that's going to be a big, big problem, and it's going to start to fester, especially in a place like Philadelphia. Yeah, I just don't know. Jalen Hurts feels to me like a guy who's very humble and kind of likes the chip on his shoulder. I don't know that Jalen gets saucy the same way that Lamar Jackson does if there's not a deal that gets done. Maybe not publicly, but it could be behind the scenes. you got to think now. He's... He, that chip on his shoulder is what got him to this point, but yep. now he's able to say, look at me now. Look at how much I've improved. Look at the talent that I am and he's look so at what good. I did in the Super Bowl. He is. And I, he's a unique talent, and I get it. We always worry about quarterbacks that have that ability to run first because you're like, well, are they going to think too much about running? Are they going to get hurt? You know, Are they not going to develop as a passer more? Well, he has. You know, yeah. Josh, Josh Allen was another one that did. Josh Allen completed like 52% of his passes his rookie year. He improved his accuracy while still – having that ability to run when he needs to. But it's different with somebody like Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts is a he's a freight train. Yeah. He's huge, and he's unstoppable. But you do have to still be careful because we've already seen the blueprint for this before, and that's Cam Newton. And Cam Newton eventually did catch up to him. Do you think Cam Newton made all the throws that Jalen Hurts no, made? No, I don't. I think Jalen Hurts either. is I think Jalen Hurts is now proving that he can be better than Cam Newton. But I just do worry about the 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 beating that you take when you're constantly just getting smashed every single play when even when you're that big eventually it still adds up i agree so i, I it's going to be the conversation until it's actually done and it always is next quarterback up how much they get paid so we'll see i still think philly to win the nfc east though whatever that number is commanders let's go the sweat chamber we're sweating next